This week on Prequel Sequel Remake. Oh yeah, this is my shit right here, big pard. Oh, that's Thomas Edison, fine inventor, terrible at hand-to-hand combat. <coughs> I'm going to kill them all with the tools they use for work and to entertain themselves. And welcome to the wonderful world of Wild Wild West. Don't miss Prequel Sequel Remake. Some movies shouldn't exist. Let's pretend they do. I'm Peter Hunter. I'm Scott Hanchu. And I'm Desmond Ports. And featuring our first ever guest star, uh, close friend uh, for a long time to all of us, Aaron Hall. Yeah. Hey, hey. Very happy to have Aaron here. Yeah. Um, he said it out of order, thanks, though. thanks, yeah. He said it out of order. Because normally you go, but no. we're sitting in different places. Oh, yeah, See, true. You know, yeah, you gotta be I, in order. I almost always go third. That's in very the, in true. The order. the order has been disrupted, but that's okay. <laughs> that's yeah. okay. We're yeah. switching things up. We're fast and loose. You know what this means? So uh, what? It means I'm gonna die tomorrow. <laughs> that's a that's a leap of. Faith there, I, I don't know how, you, how, you, how could I, you come to that conclusion. Yeah, I Honestly, know how, I think he's right. All right. So, <laughs> Just saying. So, well, um, let's, I, hope, I hope it doesn't happen. I mean, because I mean me too, be but terrible. I... No comment. All right, no, data, no, data. I have no opinion either way. Push me in a direction. I'll go. <laughs> Listen, data is data. All right, facts yeah. are facts. Data oh, cool. are data, indeed. But how's everyone uh, doing? How's everyone doing today, good. Aaron? Uh, yeah, it's great to be here. You know, I'm yeah. a big fan. Thank you. I've been, I've been listening since '97. <laughs> big way fan. back in the the, the sea. Yeah, you know, yeah. back before most of you guys were even born. <laughs> it's not true. That's not true. It's not true at all. Yeah. You guys are really being, young. Don't yeah. put it out there and make it seem like we're way younger than we are. You guys are really young. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to like nine, yeah. ten, eleven. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's already getting f- fucking cheeky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Um. So, since you're the guest of honor today, Aaron, uh, why don't you tell us about uh, what the movie is that we are discussing today? Oh yeah. So, uh, you know, I've been wanting to be on this podcast ever since you know '97, like I said. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> well, well. Anyway, I, I finally got the invite, and it was, hey, you want to be on the podcast? We're doing Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I took a deep breath. I was by myself, so I could do that, and it wouldn't, you know, rouse any problems with anyone nearby. And then I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude! This movie's <laughs> trash. I can't wait to rip in." That's true. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but you know, I think it's important to note that we, we before rewatching it. At least, at least I, you know, I was like, oh no, it was all right. Yeah. It was pretty good. Like, didn't go into it wanting to not like it. Yes. No, I seem to remember every time it's like I've watched it every five or six years and I think it's like fun bad. <laughs> yeah. It never I, is. I can say that. Yeah. I haven't watched it since I saw it in theaters. Yeah. Really? No, me too. Yeah. Since I was a child. Oh, wow. I, not I, I would just turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say that uh, overall it's just, it's just. It's just trash. one thing after another. It's yeah. like it's not like it's an and then, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. series of comical mm-hmm. whoopsie doodles on the yeah. train and whoa, <laughs> yes, 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 it's upside down. But, but where are these criticisms without context? Yeah, that's you know, true. Let's, let's, let's oh. get to the meat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so yeah, Desmond, give Aaron the meat. Yeah, give me uh, some meat. Give, give me some meat. Only yeah. Aaron. All right. I'm turning off Scott and I's headphones. Wild Wild West, 1999. Director, Barry Sonnenfeld. Uh, he directed Men in Black, The Addams Family, Get Shorty. Um, I don't know if he did Be Cool, but that's better than the original. He didn't do Be Cool. Be Cool's great. You know, right. Wild Wild West doesn't showcase his talent. <laughs> gonna be honest. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely... See, that's, what, that's what I was saying earlier. It's like, uh, uh, I remember it. I, I, was, I was thinking, this is just... 
Men in Black with cowboys. It's not. It's not half as cool or funny. Yeah, That's no. what they want it to be. But anyway. Yeah, so what What the hell happens in Wild Wild West, Desmond? In a loose adaptation of the 1960s Western TV series, Will Smith springs into action as James West, a Secret Service agent who must team up with a wacky inventor, Kevin Klein, to stop Dr. Loveless, Kenneth Branagh, from doing a thing. Something something Sama Hayek. Something something giant fucking spider. <laughs> that's um, basically yeah. That's that's the gist of it. Um, I think before we dive too deep into like and some analysis of this trash thing, we should just get general impressions. So, um, Aaron, as the guest of honor, um, what did you think of this trash we watched? All right. So first off, half the dialogue are just bad race pun slash race comments. Oh, mainstream movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, pretty, it's not even it's rated bad. R, right? Yeah. No, no, it's, it's yeah. PG-13. I would describe them as um, the comments that aren't directly racist would have you go, mm, if someone made them, <laughs> be like, mm, I, think, I think I don't know Gary like I thought I knew Gary. <laughs> um, Gary has some opinions about um, which races or something. No, yeah, it's, the, it's uh, the kind of comment that a, a guy makes when he thinks he knows you, but he doesn't realize that you're mixed. Oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 or hey. misinterpreted your, you being mixed for like something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. no, no, no. 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 Yeah, all of the racial jokes are, are bad. Horrible. Um, yeah, there's also a lot of ass shots. Yeah. Like surprisingly so, yeah. Yeah. Some and, of them and, good, and some a of partial them bad. scrote, if I might add. Yeah. A couple, a couple on the shots. very first scene. Yeah. I don't know it's, if I'd call it a partial, Scott. I mean, I'm the, very, it's, I'm a, it's the back. It's the full back. Yeah, but the, you don't see the full front. I mean, <laughs> so, <laughs> still a partial scrote. The very first scene is. When is, do you ever only see a front <laughs> scrote? <laughs> you got to get a mirror involved. <laughs> Come so, on, <laughs> otherwise it doesn't count. Yeah. The film opens with an awkward beheading before going to an over overextended title sequence, then going right to Will Smith having sex <laughs> yeah. in a water tower, yeah. which yeah. gets that knocked is, over. That <laughs> That's the town's water supply. That water supply. Don't and have sex in that. And your fuck juice is all up in it. <laughs> um, and, and I'm fine with it. I'm just, an interesting thing that... Maybe it'll give you uh, courage. Yeah. <laughs> when I was looking it up was that uh, this movie is written by Jim and John Thomas. Um, another movie that they have claimed to fame, uh, interestingly enough, is Predator, um, which oh, is what? actually relevant, like, through line oh, yeah. from yesterday to today. Uh, to, oh, pff, you know, podcast world, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Pre- previous uh, episode. Last episode, yeah. which is the, with the wonderful Matilda versus Predator. If you, if you haven't Thank checked you. that out, go check that out right now. Yeah, yeah and just should. so you know, you can pick that up <laughs> cheap. Uh, there's actually a deal going on. There's a prequel, oh, wow. sequel rebate. So if really? you actually download that one, you can get like 20 bucks back <laughs> well, tell, tell uh, off your $80 purchase. Oh. Tell, tell me a little more about that. Yeah, I mean, where can me I go to more. redeem these? Yeah, so, you know, if you just sign in on Anchor, uh, you know, you can definitely just uh, contribute about 80 bucks, and you can <laughs> download that, and you can mail in your form, which you can make up yourself, and uh, you'll get a $20 check back in the mail from the whole cast. So You don't say. Yeah, prequel, sequel, rebate. It's a new uh, program. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign up for sure, because it's is an excellent way to contribute. Um, but, you know, in, in in preparation for this, I was like, well, let me see how they did on Predator, because, you know, it's been a while since I've seen it, and uh, I'll say this, it's exactly as I remembered it. Had, it. You know, it's a very much itself movie, but a lot 
a lot of violence there that wasn't going to happen in that wild wild west world in that same tasteless manner. I mean, they yeah, a lot of a lot, a lot of off color um, jokes and but I actually well, like yeah. Predator a lot more. Yes, uh, yes, it's pretty ev- sweet. I think well, it's fair to say we so, all like Predator you know, I'd a lot say, more. You know, they, did anyone see this in theaters as a kid? Um, I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it like on a home video release. Oh. I'm almost certain I did. But I was yeah. all about this movie. Yeah, I, saw I was a Will Smith kid. That was like my shit. It caught me, and I was in it. I had the CDs. I saw all of his movies, all that crap. I was a kid. I didn't know shit. We've proven time and time again that kids don't know shit. No, about anything. <laughs> yeah, I saw uh, that movie. Uh, uh, Big. I, oh, Big time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That Big summer. Yeah, um, yeah. I got the Burger King promotional sunglasses. You could get Artemis and James West's oh, sunglasses at Burger King. Oh, oh, me and my friend. Uh, were we were um, um, Artemis and James West for Halloween? Now you got two black kids playing James and Artemis. Who's gonna yeah, be Artemis? Like like the that. fucking yeah. lighter one. That's that's yeah, for sure. That yeah, so yeah. who was Kevin Klein? I was Kevin Klein. Uh, I'm nice. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Dad. Did I you cross? Like, I, such I, a big downgrade from Will Smith. I just looked like other like James West without a hat. Like, yeah. did you yeah. cross dress? Did I cross dress? Yeah, yeah. That's no. a big part of this movie. Is cross? Yeah, there's also a lot of kink amount. going on in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, is, I like. I have no idea. Well, coming from the guys this... of the Predator, you know, they don't. They're not wanting to bring you a PG-13 movie. I no, mean, no, you know, like, no. but you got, you know, Will Smith. There, you got to tone it down. Yeah, just a little bit. He can yeah. still be uh, Mackin. Yeah, <laughs> straight Mackin. Yeah. yeah so, Good um. Man. Just to get a little bit more context, so um, Will Smith, James West is his character name. We're just going to call him Will Smith. Uh, uh, he is a U.S. Marshal. Um, yep. And, Secret uh, Service agent or something. I think I think they are both U.S. Marshals. Yeah, they, whatever. Chemi- There's yeah, like a, they're, they're the different. Well, that brings like about the hijinks when they meet up because yes. you know, they're they're both on mission and then they yeah. are getting in each other's way. Well, no, he's, actually, he's actually a captain. He's a U.S. Army captain. Oh, James US, West, okay. and then uh, Marshal is uh, uh, Artemis Gordon. His client. Yes. Yeah, oh, so so um, they're Marshal Matters. Matters. They're tasked matters. by um, <laughs> Marshal Matters. Okay, yeah, that's just. Just dropped, a, yeah, mar- just dropped mar- a new album. Marital uh, Matters, actually. Uh, Marshall Matters? Yeah. With it, without it. I don't There's yeah, no Marital age. Matters, oh. actually. It's, it's, it's a divorce court proceeding. It's him and Kim's. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Transcripts, yeah. I don't know how we got there. It's um, grim. So they're tasked by the president at the time, Ulysses as Grant, also played by Kevin Klein for some stupid reason. Yeah, it's um, good. Because, it, like I I've said earlier, it's just like cheeky dual role bullshit. Just yeah. like, yeah, if I'm going to play, I'm going to play yeah. in this movie. I'm going to do characters. And um, I don't know. I'm not familiar with the, the, the show because it came out in the fucking 60s. Yeah. But um, I wonder if it was... Anything like that. Um, <laughs> on that note, uh, this movie almost swept the Razzies um, its year, and um, none of the cast and crew showed up, but the star of the original TV series showed up. That's great. <laughs> to accept the Razzies, because he hates this movie, and the creator of the show hates this movie, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, can, basically, Kenneth Branagh and uh, J- James Gum. Um, Oh god, I forget his actual is the actor's name. They have to stop. He's sheriff from Monk. Yeah, it, was, yeah. <laughs> uh, it is him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget yeah. the actor's name, but yeah. they they have to stop a disgruntled. Um, they have con- to disru- they have to strip Confederate scientists from making a giant spider. For me, basically, yeah, it's basically the something movie. plot about the railroad as always. Selma Hayek yeah. shows up forty five minutes in. It's very funny. Oh. All these. F- fucking steampunk like western uh, 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 revival type movies I mean Wild Wild West uh, Jonah Hex 
Oh. Fucking cowboys versus aliens. Oh. Hey, fun, and aliens. fun story about that one. My uh, my old college roommate's dad wrote the original script for that and got burned on it. What's that? Oh my god! Yeah, cowboys versus aliens. He yeah. wrote that. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I think it's cowboys and aliens now. Yeah. yeah no. Well, he got he got burned on that. Thing. Oh Bad. man. Wow. Yeah. I love his. Is it the same guy who wrote uh, whole, um, freaking Lost in San Francisco, Homeward yeah, Bound Two, Homeward Bound Two, yeah. and then really? Never Back Down. Yeah. That's yeah, insane. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Yeah. There. Sh- shout out to. Mr. Howdy there. Yeah. Yeah. My is man. That, is something we can put out there? Yeah. yeah Do we need to believe that? N- no. We'll see. Probably he wrote not. those screenplays. Yeah. That, spreading the fucking good word. It's on yeah. IMDb. Yeah. Give that man some business. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but he wrote yeah. my script. But these, these <laughs> I mean, these, 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 your money where your mouth is. These <laughs> high budget Western revivals of just that they always fucking go the steam. Uh, oh, Lone Ranger. Lone, Lone Ranger. Ranger. Always go the steampunk Ugh. route. And have, have crazy over the top train antics, and yeah. they just get like you don't even understand. It makes westerns cool, like like like. The very good reason for that. First off, trains are badass. That's ah, an early appearance from Grog. <clears throat> uh, steampunk is badass. <laughs> westerns, as long as they're steampunk and involve trains, you have fucking goggles and yeah, you know, gauntlet and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, you know, Burning Man. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, a lot of us burn, you know what I mean? Burning man, and that's like a whole other thing I think I'm going to Yeah. Well, well, how did it get burnt? How did it get burnt? How did it get burnt? We lit that bitch on fire. In the the oven? I don't know. You left it in there too long? Yeah, Yeah. we lit that bitch on fire. Um, so... There's a lot of weird... I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, uh, point out, there's a lot of weird racial shit in this movie. Yes! Uh, Dear uh, For a mainstream film, I think we did bring that up earlier, but, like, alarming... Keep uh, bringing it up! (laughs) Including a point where where Will Smith, uh, uh, he, he, he tries to avoid a lynching... With some urban reverse psychology. Oh, oh, it's oh, so uh, bad. Uh, oh it's yeah. Really, yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah. Redneck. That's not even an insult. Yeah. Red passion. Something like that. Neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neck. No, I, I don't really have anything for neck, but uh, you know, you still got red for passion. And honestly, slavery. You know, I feel like personally, we don't have anything to get mad about. Like. Who wouldn't want somebody just doing their work for him? Your fat ass ain't gonna get up, right? This Pick is like, your damn, own con- is, This is like verbatim. Yeah, that is like, for sure verbatim. Oh, yeah, some, some, other, some other notes well, about thanks, that Sarah. scene. You're welcome. Some other, some other notes about that scene. Um, the reason they're going to lynch Will Smith is because he put his arm around a white woman. Ah, uh, 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 he didn't just put his arm around her. He drummed her titties. Mm. What do you mean? Like Alleged. Congos? Like, uh, uh, no, he, that's actually part of the rant. Yeah. He's like, in my culture, where I come from, my home country, um, Oh my god, oh, Africa. No, yeah, yeah. We use drums to communicate. That's just fucking awful. <laughs> and so I was just drumming on her titties. Yeah, that, that, no, it's, that's it's, 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 it's okay. It's How do we as children just get it so wrong about this movie? <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's ignorant. No, it's ignorant of him to be saying that. Yeah, it's ignorant for the, the filmmakers to be putting him in that situation where he's going to be. <laughs> li- li- There's a uh, a scene where um, uh, with Jim West first meets Doctor Arliss Loveless, and it's just like. It's just oh back God. and forth between them two. Him saying race joke, but like in the guise of his like you know they're just having a normal conversation. And then oh. and then Will Smith comes back with like a disability joke, and it's just race joke, disability, race, disability, race. It's like, yeah. dude, 
yo, that's not considered yeah. like a yeah. no dialogue. It's like, hot. Also, bad. side note, one more thing on the lynching scene. Um, I when it was rewatching <laughs> that's a sentence for the ages, <laughs> right? Um, when I was rewatching this with the friggin' IMDb trivia, um, the character who instigates the lynching for some reason is named George Washington. <laughs> oh. Like why? Oh. Why? Like why even do that? That doesn't. I w- I like paused and looked at it. And it was like no, and then I like rewound it a little bit, and it was like no. His his character name is George Washington. Wow. No one ever says it. It's just in the script as George Washington for some reason. They wow. had fun with this. <laughs> so, so I think we've oh established this, mo- this movie's not entertaining in the slightest. None of the action's fucking engaging. You're, you, you, lose, you, you lose focus. Uh, how about the characters? Okay, Will Smith is James West. Nothing new. He's annoying and loud he and stupid. He does, he does. fuck. He, he fucks does. real. He well, yeah. in one <laughs> scene. Uh, one he scene. doesn't even fuck in that scene, honestly. He's too busy thinking about work. That, you're right. Oh, true. Can, can get that does happen. Uh, this is true. Which, uh, yeah. The only other woman in, in the movie featured heavily that isn't a complete, you know, um, um, you know, uh, prostitute. Prostitute. <laughs> Pretty uh, much. Yeah. Like Ar- be real. Ar- 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 Arliss Loveless's army, which is uh, um, an army of prostitutes. Yes. But army of brilliant foreign prostitutes. Sure. Yes. Run all of his machines. Who are also racial characters. But uh, Rita yes. Escobar, played by Salma Hayek, yeah. and oh my God. poor... Poor Selma Hayek. So, so yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, do you, I'm, yeah, no, I, I agree. Do you guys remember the scene where Selma Hayek is introduced? Do you remember how Selma Hayek's first second of screen time? No, movie? I don't. Okay, she is in a birdcage, suspended in midair, in a bedroom. No, yes, it is. No, no, no there's no, another no. She moment. She appears before that in the party. Where uh, I really am just disgusted with myself that I've seen this and I know <laughs> no, what please, happens in such please. detail. No, please but, correct uh, me. On actually, this. Selma Hayek appears to Jim West and she's complaining, saying, "I don't want to get in that thing. I absolutely not." And there's some crazy kink, like hanging. Leather it's, it's a, straps. Yeah, it's like a birdcage thing. thing. And yeah. then they show the birdcage later as a Ugh. totally different weird kink thing to have in Loveless's huh. room. <laughs> so Loveless has got all kinds of toys, and I'm just saying. Ugh. Yeah, which leads us to Loveless, uh, played uh. by Kenneth Branagh. Um, he's a good actor. Uh, he's a good actor, and I'll, I'll say at least Loveless is like a character. Like, like it's true. It sucks that you're fucking like you know the nature of the character. He's a racist fucking pig. Yeah, he's a you, Confederate you know, scientist. But, but, of course, but, he's, but yeah. in a cooler movie. Having this like half a man in like this like fucking cool steampunk uh, uh, wheelchair that'd be really like cartoony and fun if yeah. it were like a decent cool movie instead of oh. Wild Wild West. Yeah, you know? yeah. The steampunk stuff is just like it's in service of nothing. Yeah, um, you know, except for the giant spider. Yes. But then there's of course a. Uh, 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 Kevin Klein, who's a way better actor than this, Artemis Gordon, I, who's just doing shtick. I, I'm sorry, like I hated every second of Kevin Klein in this stupid movie. I hated it so much. He doesn't have any personality. He's trying. He's trying. Yeah, no, he's trying. He's trying to be like a British, like dignitary type character. They're basically trying to recreate the J.K. dynamic from Men in Black, and it worked because you know um, Will Smith's character was super naive and hopeful, and like really energetic. And Tommy Lee Jones' character was super, like, straight, but he wasn't uh, patronizing, and it worked really well against each other. And Kevin Klein is super patronizing, even though in this situation, James West is, like, just as high of a rank as him, so he's, like, talking down to this just-as-informed black man about, like, basic things, and I hated it. I hate Kevin Klein in this 
movie so much. Yeah, it's, I hated it's it. lame. And I, you know, maybe I should have done research and checked out the uh, original show, but I wonder if the dynamic was the same because I know James West wasn't black. Yeah, no, that's new. Definitely not. Yeah. Uh, um, which is fine. Yeah, obviously. No. Uh, but they don't do anything with that. They may <laughs> well, aside from all the race jokes. Yeah, but that's all. I don't know. The, Empowering or that's anything. The, that's the best part of uh, James West being in there and being I mean, black is that we can have half the movie just be really, really poorly done race jokes. You know, you couldn't do it. Actually, it'd be great if he was just a white guy and they just kept it going as if he was black. Uh, yeah. I, I think that they just, you know, they really missed the boat on, you know, just having a movie that was nothing but just showing us random steampunk gizmos because I mean why you have this whole stupid plot you gotta follow he takes distracts from looking at the cool stuff the cool, the cool spider and the gizmos and the magnet and, the and, neck, and all the neck gags, collars, the gliders and all the the the, the, the whoop woo the woo haws and the ha woos yeah. and you know the, the yippee yip yip hooray yippee tie yeah yeah uh, and don't uh, forget about uh, uh, Klein's just incredible number of wacky gadgets that are horribly useless, like the yeah. uh, titty hypnotizer or the weird belt buckle gun or the fake boobs that are made of leather uh, that oh, are yeah. filled with bullets. H- hilarious scene where they introduce those. Yeah. And, and it also goes on like <laughs> five minutes too long. Yeah. And, and then, you know, homosexuality jokes, you know, uh, cross-dressing well, jokes. You know? This is the 90s. Yeah, know? we got in there. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. We've danced around a lot. There, there's just really not a lot of substance in this movie to discuss. Um, the spider's in it for like 10 minutes. He has an 80-foot tarantula. Yes, well, I was coming to that. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's like poorly green screen in some spots, mm-hmm. but otherwise, you know. The spider. Also, ILM did the effects for this. Oh, I was, the spiders don't look bad at all. No, I was it, just it shocked look overall. Good. I mean, I yeah. think maybe that's what really sold kid me about it. It's like, oh, cool um, spider. I want to get that yeah. toy. Yeah, but the, the other spiders. Part, I'm sorry. I'm the other bad part about the spider is that it is horribly inconsistent in size, if you notice. He has an 80-foot tarantula. Sometimes oh, it's I'm really sure. small. And other, like, it's like two stories high. And other times it is unreasonably huge. It's like bigger than the pyramids. And it's like, what is up with this thing? Is it like growing or shrinking? Like, what's what? What's really the point? It's it, neither, son. And it's, it's neither. It, it's oh, right. people have been making fun of it for years at this point. It's yeah. nothing new, but like, it really is just so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so unnecessary. It really is, and the legacy of that that giant spider in Hollywood, and I think Kevin Smith. It was Kevin Smith. Told the yeah. story. About that producer who had been John trying to get Peters. that. Okay, he'd been trying to get that thing in in uh, a movie forever, a Superman movie. Yeah, Superman lives. Which is sure, I guess. Um, funny enough, Batman drives a fucking robotic crab in Justice League. So the idea didn't die. No, no. Someone really another is Warner Brothers. Did they do yeah. Wild Wild West? They I might mean, have. I get it. You know, yeah, no, I think they did. Cool. No, sure he's they in the did. sewer. Did, yeah. Aaron, you, did, you might be yeah, the only sure other person in the in the room who saw Justice League. Yeah. 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 He has that crap. He does have a crap. Robotic yeah. crap that Batman crab. is inside driving. Yeah. yeah. It's a major feature film. Yeah, is it's it a crab walking it. forward or sideways? No, it's sideways. That's the whole thing. It's like the saving scene, right? Yeah, it saves him. Yeah. Ugh. It's a robotic crap. Because you're going uh. sideways, it's cool. <laughs> you're fucking badass a crap. It's a crap Batman. car. Yeah, ben, oh, yeah, Ben Affleck w- wishing you the best. Yeah. Yes, allegedly. 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 <laughs> um, so, 
I don't know. Does anyone have anything else they really want to say about this before we move th- on? The final thoughts. Yeah, I think that the main thing that irks me about this movie, because I can sort of look past the horrible race jokes and the tons of ass scenes and all of that, uh, but where it really falls apart for me is that there is no message. There's no meaning. It's not like they yeah. build up and use this as a way to talk about anything or, you know, give a message about race or hope. or anything. No, it's just no. nonsense, <laughs> offensive, and then it's over. <laughs> Two guys get left well with their said. dicks in their hands. Yeah. Like, uh, literally. Right yeah. Literally like, oh, the last scene. Right I love that. Giant spider into the sunset. Rita's using them to... to uh, that's true. I do like that part. Uh, did, no, did, yeah. did, did, keep going. They, yeah, yeah they're just like so. They're thinking of their fucking dickheads, yeah. and um, you know, Rio is just using them to get her husband back, who's probably a far smarter, more yeah. competent individual. Yeah, he was who, kidnapped because he's brilliant. Who's like, like treated like yeah. a piece of fucking meat throughout the whole thing. Like uh, old ass Kevin Klein hating on Selma Hayek is fucking disgusting. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, the, the scene where he starts going in, he's like, oh yeah, that, that bosom <laughs> and her her rotund buttock, and she's uh, sitting in the room. Uh, and God know. damn it! Like, ah, man. And when they Stop oh dude on. oh when they got the when they're fill, now that's what fucking titties feel like yeah they're filling yes. up yes no I was talking about that earlier that scene goes on for like six minutes it's way too long oh man yeah uh, it's locker room uh, talk, guys it's just locker room yeah uh, well, I mean uh, we, we, no one, we don't need to dissect it it's fucking yeah nah. it's just it's just it's it's, it's a bad really movie. not a lot of substance no there. it's it's trash Vic if we hadn't seen Howard the Duck this would be the worst movie we've seen but so I far. I wish I wish the movie with the giant steampunk spire in the climax was just some cult classic awesome yeah. stupid funny movie um but man, yeah, it's funny just coming off of uh, Men in Black that they couldn't recapture the same magic. Like, yeah, and like even you, you you read into it about the studio, like they had given up on it. Like people were disgruntled working on it, and they like they knew long into it that this is just a piece of shit. Yeah. They tested uh, horribly. <laughs> um, and I want to say there's reshoots or something of the like to like inject more humor into it because people just oh. were just not sure about how to fuck to feel about this movie. Uh, that's um, that's, that's also all. a good way to. Put it made it. a ton of money. Um, <laughs> Um, for kids buying tickets to see other movies, yeah, um, uh, the South Park movie, South Park mostly. movie. There's something nope. else, maybe yep. Fight Club. I might because that's because that. that's why they made fun of it so intently on South Park. They're very bitter about things. They'll yep. they'll go out. They go. Oh yeah, they went after Phil Collins for winning the Oscar over them. So hard. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, and also Will Smith decided not to do the Matrix for this. That's another fun Ooh. fact. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, oh big. Oh dear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, well on, good for Keanu. He's a lovely top, human. Yeah. On topic with that, we'll, uh, um, Sean Connery didn't do The Matrix to do League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which will be a movie we cover eventually. Oh, but I think definitely. The Matrix is better without those two in them. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 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 It's definitely oh, yeah, perfect the way it is. Yeah. How, that being said, they are remaking it with Michael B. Jordan now. Um, so. I thought they're making the Morpheus Thing. He's gonna be Morpheus, young. Morpheus. I thought he was gonna be Neo, but who, I don't fucking I mean, know. No, I heard I like offhand. I mean, don't if you're telling me it's it. bullet time, Michael B. Jordan, I'm in. I'm I'm pretty sure it's like a Morpheus I, I'm in. movie. Yeah. Oh, a Morpheus movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, like like eccentric and not. Okay, I could fuck with that. Morpheus yeah. being freed and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. really, why not the I Matrix? The Matrix world's like. It's a cool lush, world. It's filled yeah. with like stories you yeah. can tell. The yeah. Matrix is proof of that. It like, worked yeah. better as an HBO series, I think. God damn it. Yeah, sorry. That that is not the best one. No, no, no. It's I mean, no one's yeah. fault except mine for being a little bitch. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, so, uh, just closing thoughts here. Um, Aaron, would you recommend Wild Wild West? Yes. 
Any reason why? No. Desmond, would you recommend Wild Wild West? Um. Mm, yeah, yeah, for the giant spider. He has an 80-foot tarantula. All right, um, the producers have won. Uh, Scott. Wild Wild West? Yes. Recommend it? Yes. Would I? <laughs> no? Right. Okay. Stop! <laughs> right now. Hold on. We didn't even talk about the song. Oh my god, wait, we do need to talk. Well, that that was just more of the trying to capture the minute black magic. What do you think been playing this whole time? That's uh, true. <laughs> minute black chick, actually. Uh, yeah, what's it really saying? Will Smith did a song to a movie yeah. he was in. I it mean, describes the I mean, plot there, vaguely. Yeah, there, there you go. That was the thing people used to do. Yeah. Woo! Ha ha! Ha ha! Woo! Yeah, pretty much. This was a lot of that. Woo! Um, woo! Man, two! Woo! The wild and the black, we're going straight to... The man in black. Wild West, man in black. Man in black. Wild going to the man in black. James West, Desperado. <laughs> Rough Rider, though you don't want nada. Um, I would not recommend this movie. This movie is a piece of trash. There's much more entertaining pieces of trash you can watch. There's a movie called Santa Jaws that just came out. It's about exactly oh. what you think it's about. Watch that instead. Oh, um, is that when we could there's do it? Yeah, oh, we're gonna do it. Oh, okay. Come Christmas time, stay tuned. Well, uh, those, this listen mo- to those jingle bells, everyone, because that means it's right around the corner and you're Santa Jaws. If this movie had any town. guts, yeah. if, if they had any guts, they would have had fucking Kevin Klein rap on the, in that song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would have redeemed that Kevin re- Klein's character re- like- for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, those were done talking about We'll be right back movie. after yeah. this commercial break. <laughs> Hey, Scott Hanshu. What? Do you like prequel, sequel, remake? Well, boy, yeah, of course, yes. Would you like to support them monetarily? Ah, oh, I just wish there was a way that I could. What if I told you there were multiple ways? Really? Yeah. If you go to anchor.fm slash prequel, sequel, remake, you can become a listener supporter and give us a little monthly donation in between $1 to $10 a month. That sounds like... Really cool. And that's not all. Wait, really? If you don't want to do a monthly commitment, you can just go to prequelsequelremake.com. There's a big donate button right there. You click it, you can give us however much money you want. People can just give us the, the money that, that, you know, that they value for us, to give to us, for us. Or money they don't value. Whoa! But in all seriousness, um, it doesn't cost a lot to keep this show going, but it does cost something. Mm-hmm. And we've got, love the donations we've gotten so far. We have a few listener supporters. Shout out to them. Um, don't want to call you out on the podcast, but shout out to you. You're awesome. Yeah, you're awesome. Um, if you can't support us monetarily, following us on social media is a big help. Um, search for prequel, sequel, remake on everything. We're on everything. Um, leaving a review in iTunes or Anchor or wherever you are listening to this podcast. If you hit subscribe and then you write words and then submit a review. Congratulations. You you just became awesome. Yeah, exactly. And we've gotten a few new reviews. It's been great. Um, We love just hearing from you guys. So if you like the podcast, yeah, if you like the podcast, just hit us up, support us in any way you can. And it's all appreciated or just keep listening. That's great too. Yeah. We just want to give you like a real fun time here. That's That's all. That's all good and fun. Boys. Alright, so um, you might have noticed uh, this is a three topic show, but there are now four of us. Hmm. <gasps> uh, Desmond, how do you think we should resolve this? I can think of a few ways. Alright, what's the worst way? Blood. Um, murder. One, right, one so of you, us is killed. Right, so you and Aaron are on the on the same wavelength. No, um, I didn't mean I didn't mean killing anybody. I was just meant blood type. Oh, like 
donating. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I may be like negative. I universal donors more. just have to write all of them, like yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. improv it on the Maybe spot. Maybe we should do like chopped. You guys ever thought about doing like a chopped kind That's of thing? That's a fucking sweet idea. That is know? a fun. We idea. do but a lot of staring at cast, each other intently, you know. <laughs> you know yeah. But we don't do enough of it while we're eating. Yeah, you know, that's true. Like, or making food. <laughs> yeah, all great ideas. But for the sake of the show, I think this is a good time to introduce our new segment, which will be spinoff. Uh, when we have Woo. guests, one of us will be designated spinoff. Um, that week, it'll be me. <laughs> Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Um, but you get to do a spinoff, whether it be a TV show, a video game. A uh, board game. A board game. Uh, anything. Song? Uh, uh, it'll be the extra category. Uh, uh, food. And we'll, uh, like a food? A little yeah. seasoning. It could be a food. Like a, like it, could a be a it could be a restaurant. A ride. A ride. Yeah. Or a theme park. Anything. Like, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, like some other piece of media. And like you could. They'll, uh, get, the, they'll get the gist of it this yeah. week. You will. It'll be. Yeah. But it's supplementary content. And Don't uh, worry. You know, we're still going to have a prequel, a sequel, and a remake. Don't get scared. I know change scares people. And change is frightening. Yeah. I mean, I'm afraid of change all the time. It's all loose and in your pocket and it weighs you down and, you know, you're just trying to get rid of it. I mean, yeah, and let's be real, you know, if you ever go back to your old yearbooks, what do they all say in the back? You know, never change, right? Yeah. yeah. And know, have a great summer. Yeah. Actually, actually, I have it on good authority that in the back of everyone's yearbook is uh, the day you're going to die. Really? Yeah. They I know just, mine. They just know that. They just yeah. know that? No, I know mine. Des is oh, dying. Shit. Do you not know yours? Uh, no, I how like you, to just live in the moment. How do you, you know? not then, know you're living life to the fullest with the time you have left? I mean, I just try to live moment to moment, you know, as good as you can. What is the most exciting thing you did yesterday? Um, actually, I was working on, uh, well, it's a passion project. I was actually working on uh, creating a little backdrop for the uh, animated Maskinon world, making them a little, like, basement set. I saw that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was hoping I, I, it would... I thought it turned out pretty cool. It did. Well, uh, I was hoping it would be unfulfilling to No, no, it really was joke. fulfilling. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be on the lookout for that. We'll see what happens. You know, Hell yeah. You know. All right, so now that we got the new segment introduced, let's go to a classic segment. Prequel. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Aaron, do you know who has prequel this week? How would he know who's I, on prequel? I don't think anyone's on prequel. I really don't. Well, no, no. someone's going to be on prequel. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. Because yeah. I'm not on prequel, and yeah. I'm pretty sure Dez is not on prequel. No, I'm, so. not, on, I'm not on prequel well, yeah, either. Well, and that's three plus Scott, so that's three. Yeah. I got yeah. tired of these games. Oh, yeah. Scott, <laughs> I mean, Scott's it's kind of obvious prequel. that I'm yeah. the prequel. Yeah. No. Okay, yeah. Right. Scott, yeah. Scott's on prequel this I, week. I got it wrong. I'm the guest. You can blame me. Flame me. You know, flame me on social media. I'm on everything. <laughs> you know, just sit it, slide start, in my DMs. Start a, a flame war, yeah. 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 Um, that's, that's well, that's right. Uh, I'm a target. Because I am the, uh, the the prequel this, yeah, this I'm a, time I'm the prequelator. I'm a victim, Goof. Oh, come on, Goof. It's a victimless crime! I'll tell you what. Never never pass up a blank piece of paper you find on the street, Goof. It could be a blank check. You just sit outside a bar and wait for real late. You get the car going, you let someone rear-end you a victimless crime, Goof! Nothing <laughs> <laughs> like a little bit of insurance Oops. fraud, Goof. That just sounds like a good idea. So, Scott, what'd you got? What'd you cook up? I cooked up something real juicy this time around, guys, so... Get ready. <clears throat> That's not okay. <laughs> I mean, we said worst, but that was a pretty. I've never sound. said worse than that. <laughs> Allegedly, it's a Allegedly. little creamy. Um, yeah, Wild Wild West prequel title. Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tagline. It does get wilder than this. <laughs> 
Tagline two. It's a whole new West. July 99. <laughs> 1899. Is that the actual tagline of the Without first the 1899. One? Yeah, oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, tagline three. On July 2nd, it's a whole new West. <laughs> it's just the, the fucking like two W's like 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 in steel on the the, boom, the poster boom. or Westworld. Woo! Mm. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Uh, directed by Filmation Animation Studios. Yes. All right, I'm into it already. I'm, I'm leaning back. I'm comfortable. Directed by an entire team of people. <clears throat> a spotlight shines on the face of Dr. Arliss Loveless. He's got a little mic on his face like he's given one of those TED Talks. <laughs> what if I told you there was a place where art, technology, and steam exist together way out in the deserts of Texas? You know, the Wild West of the South. A place where you know the South is sure to win the war. Imagine a place where you could explore the limitless possibilities of steampunk mechanisms. Surely the latest and ultimate technology of all time. Oh my god, I already know where this is going. A place where we can tremble and bow before the towering gizmos of our own creation. A place where you can explore the bodies of complete strangers and it's like totally cool or whatever. A place where you can, the, where the steampunk style <laughs> can truly come back into the fold. Well, my friends, I'm here today to tell you there is such a place. Good evening, all. I'm Dr. Arliss Loveless, and I just want to welcome you to the Loveless Text Fest. Let the party begin! Lots of huge steampunk lanterns are lit up, and the crowd cheers as the steampunk camera rolls back to reveal a large festival, kind of like Burning Man, but a lot more steampunk, if that's possible, <laughs> and not nearly as cool or fun, to be honest. <laughs> Dr. Loveless is standing large, center stage, on the large center stage to a large scented crowd of eager festival goers. For the first act, imagine, if you would, a collar. A dog collar. Kind of like one of those things you put on them to keep them from licking their own wounds, pulling out stitches and whatnot. Imagine now, also, if you would, this collar on old Abe Lincoln. The crowd gasps as another spotlight reveals an Abraham Lincoln lookalike, who frankly isn't doing that good of a job. <laughs> now, what if I told you that this collar is magnetic and designed to pull a large blade toward it at a very medium speed? <laughs> Chopping off his very head. Now, normally, a display like this would be in extraordinarily poor taste. But since this is a festival, it will only be considered edgy. With this lever, the blade will be released, and you northern yanks will kiss your sweet president goodbye. <laughs> the Hey Blinken lookalike speaks up. Uh, hey man, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> Loveless pulls the lever and the blade is released, cutting off the man's head. Blood spurts and gushes everywhere as he slumps to the ground. Several gasps are heard among the crowd, and they seem a bit turned off. But probably not as much as they should be, because at this point in time, public execution was a form of entertainment. 
but I digress. Now, if we take this here severed head, Loveless holds up the severed head, spritzing the audience in blood, and jam it in this here machine, something very interesting happens. Loveless jams the severed head into a lantern projection type thingy with a bit of difficulty. Once the machine is turned on, an image of John Wilkes Booth is projected onto a large screen. Now there you have the real culprit, the man who truly murdered your president. It totally wasn't me just now with the blade thing. And if you need any more proof than that, just wait. Now, for my next act, (laughs) who out there is afraid of spiders? The audience preemptively gasps and vomits in shock at the mere mention of spiders. Actual murder, not so much. Suddenly, strange music starts playing, and in walks a semi-well-dressed entourage of cowboys and cowmen and regular women. They stroll in like they've been rehearsing it all afternoon. As the crowd splits, it reveals hipster Jim West. Ha 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 or whatever. <laughs> the crowd immediately turns all of their attention to Jim and his hip crew, who have a boombox set up and are dancing to music that's not that good. <laughs> not entirely bad, just like not terribly good either. Yeah, it's the water of music. You just it has no taste, but you are drinking something. Loveless is pissed. Wait! Damn y'all are an insolent crowd! I didn't get to show you my giant spider. It's like really cool. This is my festival and you will pay attention to me. But the crowd doesn't give a shit about Loveless or his stupid fucking spider anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Hipster Jim West is the new hotness. (laughs) Hipster Jim West fucks. (laughs) A big steampunk spider leans in from offstage. This is a more medium-sized spider than the later model. Think more like a Hummer H2. You know, you know why. <laughs> um, you want me to just like come on the stage or just like stay in the wings? Let's just go, Spider. No one's even paying attention anymore. Yeah, but yeah, maybe if I just came out on the stage and be like, hey, here I am, people would be like, you know, all, all impressed and stuff. No, no, the moment is ruined now. I'm getting all pissy. Let's just go. Loveless rides the spider (laughs) off to the edge of the festival, where he gets off and kicks rocks into a stream dramatically. He is approached from behind by none other than Tex Hex. (laughs) Ah, someone having a bad trip. Who are you? Name's Tex Hex. When I heard of this so-called Tex-Fest, I had to come see it for myself. See if it lived up to the name. I saw your stuff on the stage there. Must have been quite a shock to see that Jim West come by and steal your thunder. It's my festival. Everybody should be paying attention to me and my steamy accomplishments. That Jim West thinks he's so cool. I wish there was a way to upstage him. Well, Doctor, what if I told you there was a way to do just that? Tex Hex pulls out a cartoonish-looking weapon. This right here, Doctor, is top-of-the-line piss-launching technology. I call it the Piss Launcher 4000X. Refined metal shaft with gears and levers in all the right places. Load up the mag with 14 10-inch ball 
of wood barrels lined with endothermic resins that'll boil up to four quarts of steam hot piss soon as you pull that trigger. And I suggest you do pull that trigger, Doctor. <laughs> Loveless is baffled. Nonsense! Everyone knows that piss launcher technology is ten years away, at the least! <laughs> Please. <laughs> He's up to date on it. <laughs> well, try it for yourself. <laughs> he reads the su- piss scientific <laughs> journal. I mean, five, I go to all the trade shows. I'm a big yeah. piss aficionado. You gotta be. You gotta stay up on the piss. A, a pish, uh, aficionado. Pissionado. Pissionado. That's yeah. the one. Uh, Love Kahalian. Podcast is fine art. <laughs> fine art. Fine art. Fine art. Just have to hammer that home real quick. Yeah, real quick. This guys. is a fine art podcast. You don't know that already. Nothing what we're, that we're saying is funny at all. It's not meant to be that. No, this it's is a, this is a very critical eye on the insane world that we live in and, and just, you know, how much more insane can it get? We're pushing the limits. So stop yeah. fucking laughing. Uh, Loveless aims the piss launcher at some drunk dude stumbling around. He squeezes the trigger and watches as the barrel smashes all over the drunk guy and he is doused in urine. Oh, dude, what the fuck? Well, I'll be dipped. Yeah, Tex Hex is hella cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> she fucking... For all you don't you don't know, the only reason Brave Star is a show is because Tex Hex was a fucking character in the original filmation Ghostbusters. Not the Ghostbusters you're thinking about. You're thinking about different Ghostbusters. <laughs> anyway, they're like, this guy's so fucking cool, make him a villain in a show. And then you have Brave Star. That's the whole reason. So yeah, Tex-Hex if you don't know what Brave Star is, it's... It's on YouTube. It's actually almost all on YouTube now. Yeah. They subscribe to the official channel. They're always like putting up episodes. What? Oh, fuck! How did I? I there's so many of these. There's a lot. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> speaking of, <laughs> meanwhile at the festival gate, some stupid-looking spaceship car thing pulls up. A yellow-clad man with a cowboy hat gets out and stretches his legs. Oh dear God! It's Brave Star. Oh, okay, cool. As played by Marshall Brave Star. <laughs> His giant robot horse companion, 3030, whose name is based off of a gun, (laughs) sticks his head out of the window and reads the sign. Loveless text fest. Yes. But I just got this robo horse cock all tatted up for Burning Man. Ugh. Uh. (laughs) Uh. That might be the single foulest line you've written, Scott. (laughs) It's the entire inspiration for this uh, whole script. Uh, uh, Gosh, just. Um, Relax, big pard. Dr. Arliss Loveless is my hero. His contributions to steampunk science will someday revolutionize the world. When I heard he was having a festival, I just had to come. Besides, after a few grams of molly, we won't be able to tell the difference. In fact... I think I hear some house music right now. Mm, hear me that baggy. Sarah Jane needs to do a line. Your, uh, your gun needs to do a line? You don't know, don't overthink it, Brave Star. Just hand over the drugs. Allegedly. Right, right, allegedly. Hand you the drugs. Allegedly. Drugs are fun. <laughs> Tell Fuzz we've arrived. Well, the Fuzz is asleep. Well, I guess you'll just have to go wake his ass up then, big part. Oh, man. Cut to a trunk opening shot of Fuzz in the trunk of the car. We're here. 
Fuzz runs off into the festival alone immediately. So there's no more of that. (laughs) (laughs) So so not only do you have to have watched Wild Wild West even give a fuck about this, you need to have an advanced knowledge of Bravestar. Uh, it's, I think it's I think it's requisite following this show yeah. at this point. Yeah, you need to just watch all of Brave Star. Get on fucking <laughs> level. Yeah, get into the lore. Absolutely. Brave Star is an amazing yeah. show. <laughs> is it Scott? Um, BS. We're just going to say it is. Make it Brave Star. Cut to Brave Star in 3030 getting deep into some drug-induced dancing trance. Like really sweating it out hard to some low-intensity deep house with disappointingly sparse drops. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is my shit right here, big pard. Dude, I was just about to say the same thing. DJ RDG gets on the mic one time. Hey, yo, how how y'all feeling out there tonight? Crowd cheers a little bit. DJag. Yo, yo, so right now, I'm going to bring on the next act, the main act. This guy's the real deal. You know, not no racist, think piece of shit like that... Dr. Arliss Loveless asshole cheering for the South or whatever. Yeah, make, make some noise for my boy. You already know him from afar. Hipster Jim West. <laughs> Crowd goes wild as Jim puts his hands up. He was already standing there. <laughs> DJ AG drops some circus music, and Jim proceeds to drop all of his clothing and place his cowboy hat atop his erect dick. And starts spinning it around with the around and around. <laughs> a between the legs shot frankly shows a bit too much scrotum. <laughs> shows the crowd going wild. They love it. <laughs> Woo! Ha 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 ha. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Took the words right out of my mouth. I'm sorry. Woo! Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Cut to Dr. Arliss humming to himself and climbing around in the rafters. He finds a good vantage point of the stage and takes aim at Jim West's famous spinning hat trick. <laughs> The stamina is honestly impressive. <laughs> Loveless nestles his eye into the scope and finds the crosshairs on the Jimmy hat. This time, Mr. West, I'm afraid you're going to be the one taking the piss. All the piss. Loveless fires the piss launcher and the barrel sails through the air towards Jim. Bravestar takes note. Oh no, if that barrel hits Jim West, he'll be covered in hot piss. Quick, 30-30, shoot down that barrel. With pleasure, Sarah Jane, do your thing. Thirty thirty takes aim at the barrel, which honestly would have hit Jim by now, and <laughs> fires, exploding the piss all over the crowd below, who cheer because they think this is part of the show. I'm a real hero, Brave Star. But where did that barrel come from? Eyes of the Hawk. Bravestar uses his powers to see the clearly visible Dr. Loveless scrambling off the scaffolding and into his mobile spider. He keeps scanning and sees Tex Hex laughing in the back seat of the spider. I knew that no good Tex Hex must have had a hand in this. Let's ride, partner. Bravestar mounts 3030 and they ride off toward the escaping Dr. Loveless. Somehow they catch up and pull up to the side of the spider. Dr. Arliss Loveless, you are under arrest. Pull the spider over immediately. Don't make this harder than it has to be. You are my hero, Brave Star. That no-good marshal is always trying to intercept my misdeeds. Hand me the piss launcher, Doctor. Tex Hex fires a barrel at Brave Star in 3030, who just barely missed the blast. 
Bravestar returns fire with his wimpy little pistol thing, hitting the spider in the leg. Ouch, hey, quit that. Spider launches a fireball <laughs> at them, and 3030 takes a large tumble. Bravestar cocks back his pistol. <laughs> Broken? Nah, nah, nah. But uh, I'm gonna rest here for a while, so you go on after them. Okay then. Speed of the Puma. Bravestar chases after the spider, and while appearing to be crushed completely underneath it, he magically pushes the entire thing over onto his back. Dr. Loveless crawls out from underneath. Now why in tarnation did you have to go and do that? That's far enough, Dr. Loveless. I'm placing you under the arrest for the attempted urination of a stage performer. I'm asking you as a friend. You are my hero. My idol. Please, turn yourself in. I never lose! <laughs> Loveless reaches for his derringer. Strength of the bear! Bravestar rushes over to Dr. Loveless and rips him in half, <laughs> guts spilling everywhere. Still in bear mode, Bravestar begins feasting on Dr. Loveless's small intestines. <laughs> Tex Hex gets out from underneath the spider and brushes himself off. This ain't over, Bravestar. Bravestar, blood and guts dangling from his mouth, swivels insanely fast to Tex Hex and roars at him. Ah! <laughs> yeah, fuck all this. <laughs> Spider is still struggling on its back. Uh, could someone help me? I'm a little stuck here. Hello? Bravestar continues feasting on the screaming Dr. Arliss Loveless. Fade to black. Fade back into Bravestar and 3030 direct addressing the camera. <laughs> we sure learned a lot to be a new part. Like, just because you throw a festival doesn't make it all about you. People need to grind hard on some strange once in a while. And just because you have lots of steampunk technology doesn't make you a better person than anyone else. Drugs are fun. Piss launchers are very dangerous. If you or a friend ever sees one, don't touch it. Tell an adult immediately. If it hadn't been for 3030, my friend Jim West over here might have taken the piss for real. Woo! Ha 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 ha! Yeah. Yeah, and if I hadn't been fully armed with my Sarah Jane locked and loaded, who knows what would have happened? Yeah, well, uh. You know, uh. Yeah, well, it wasn't a complete wash. Fuzz came home with a new fuck buddy. Everybody, meet my new squeeze, Mrs. Tony Griggs. Oh, hell no. Nah. What's up, dog? <laughs> Tony McGregs up in this bitch. Give me some. Give me some. Ah, yeah. Yeah, this is my shit right here. The end. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. The first one that's ended with a PSA so um, for PSR. You're that's a brave true. star. Uh, uh, I think, especially amplified by my like you know headphones and like the, the volume being up, is like this brave star is so on point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Fire. And uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Def and you know, it was always my head cannon for why Artemis, you know. Who's missing his lower half? <laughs> I'm not Artemis, I'm sorry, yeah. Loveless. Yeah, Loveless. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You got mauled by Bear Star. Yeah. Bear Star. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I love that you just. I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> you just. 
Well, I feel like none of us are gonna really show respect for the original, and I enjoyed that. The not respect for the original you had. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, there are other things I enjoyed, but I especially enjoyed how... It was nothing like the original. It was better yeah. than Wild Wild West insofar like that it wasn't. Arless, loveless. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you know, he's fucking South Pride, man. Yeah. Yeah. DJ, DJ Jag. Yeah, so um, so what what type of, what movie costs does well, this Well, yeah, let's have? look at the reception first. Um, right, right. The uh, critic score was 100% across the board. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. Just reporting the facts as okay, I read yeah. them in the uh, news. Wild Wild West is a treasured movie franchise, and this movie lives up to the task. Swashbuckling, horse riding, good western fun. I fucking loved it. Cute smoker's attack, of course, right there. Oh, yeah. Was Leonard Malton who gave that review? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was. It was Leonard Mo- I don't know that <laughs> Audience like, yeah. score, 100% across the board. There sure was a lot of piss in there for a kid's movie, but, uh, wait, was that a kid's movie? <laughs> well, whatever. I love Brave Star. <laughs> Budget, nothing. This movie doesn't exist. It literally costs nothing to make. Um, trivia, John Travolta showed up to set each day in full Joker makeup in case they needed him for a scene, but they never did. And that's it. Yay! Yeah! Yeah! Slow food move. <laughs> yeah. yeah! All right, well, um... I well, love my Gotti. Well, well done there, um, Scott, with the prequel. Um, Thank you. I think now that the prequel has been preed, uh, something needs to be seed. The seed. Yeah, and, uh... Um, Seek. And, uh, Seek who's, seed. who's doing the sequel this mm. week? Well, I, I thought you were you, doing man. it, Peter. It's fucking Peter. Yeah, ain't you, man? Come on, man. I mean, I wanted more grandstanding, but yeah. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I have no idea. Guys. I mean, now it's patronizing. Now yes. I don't want it. Um, <clears throat> Dude, did you do one or not? I did. Because right. I didn't. Okay. So I can't do that role. All right. Yeah. I have limited capacity. That's how this capacity. goes. It goes prequel and then sequel and then remake. All right. Well, yeah. let's not keep it up any longer. Let's dive into sequel. The title, The West Files. Ooh. <laughs> Directed by Chris Carter. Well, yeah. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> He's the guy who created the X-Files. Is he really? Yes. Okay. I don't know. Um, he also directed all of the movies, even the bad ones. Uh, tagline. The West is yet to come. Hmm. Alternate tagline. Westerday, all my troubles seem so far away. Synopsis! The Western Plains. High noon. James West, as portrayed by an actor who looks just like Will Smith from a distance, is running past their horizon, screaming wildly and looking up at the sky above him. Roars come from up above. Smoke and fire rain down in a cacophonous display. James dodges explosions left and right, all the while making quippy jokes that definitely don't prescribe to the language of the time period. I think I heard a Jay-Z Cardi B riff in there somewhere? I don't know. Maybe he's talking about another historically appropriate Jay-Z and Cardi B. You never know. You never know. Suddenly, James finds himself cornered. Seeing no other option, James takes an object from his pocket and swallows it. Okay, y'all, now you gotta take it from me if you want this. Well, Mr. West, I think we can happily oblige. Gunshot noise, loud roar, tarot card, the West Files. 
The following morning, <clears throat> top U.S. Marshal Artemis Gordon, played by Kurt Russell this time, because Kevin Klein go to hell, uh, is seated at the autopsy table enjoying a nice breakfast of bad scotch. He looks on at the handsome corpse of his fallen partner. He wasn't focused. <laughs> he mutters under his breath. He takes a jag of booze and fumbles with the coroner's documents. No serious external wounds, no internal bleeding, no fractures. What exactly did you win, old friend? Artemis elects to examine the body further. He turns over Mr. West's chest and shoulders. He even lifts the smock, looks at his genitals, and nods because this is the type of film that would make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> eventually he notices what looks like a loose piece of skin underneath Jim's ear <laughs> curious Gordon grabs a nearby speculum and gently prods it suddenly smoke bursts out of both of West's ears a horribly high pitched squeal echoes in the lab Gordon can barely believe what's left when the smoke clears West's face was off Oh. The whole front of it had swung open like a door on a hinge. Inside his facial cavity was a series of intricate wires and medical tubing. <laughs> In the middle of it all was a tiny throne with a control panel. Seated at the throne was some humanoid. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, hello? Gordon wasn't quite sure what to make of the whole situation. Perhaps he should have drank less scotch, or perhaps he should have drank more. The tiny creature looked back at Artemis. He had a thousand-yard stare, and fluid was leaking from what you could only describe as his stomach eyes. He wasn't long for this world. Okay, Gordon, listen closely. The creature heaved the words from deep within its tiny belly. You have to find the heart of Texas before it's too late. The, the heart of Texas? How will I find the- Suddenly, the tiny humanoid vomits from fluid from all of its orifices. <laughs> Then it convulses violently. Then it explodes. Then the explosion sets on fire. He's dead. Uh, <laughs> well, James, you are always one for dramatics. In the wreckage of the vomit, convulsion, explosion, fire, Gordon found a metallic cryptogram. He wasn't sure if this was the key to finding the heart of Texas, but would have to work to start. Gordon, while a frustratingly curious man, wasn't one for puzzles, but he knew someone who was. Luckily for him, he wouldn't have to go far to find him. Back on Capitol Hill, a disgruntled Thomas Edison, Kate Blanchett, she could play it, guys. She can play anything. Throws his notes, charts, and papers every which way, clearly frustrated with something. Especially if he was frustrated enough to destroy what were, at the time, incredibly valuable printed documents. Gordon flags Mr. Edison from the base of the steps. Thomas is apparently having some trouble getting a patent through Congress for something called the incandescent lamp, citing an uptight senator from New Jersey, as well as several dozen other uptight senators. Honestly, it's an overly long diatribe for a popcorn movie, which is why I skipped it. <laughs> Gordon promises to assist Edison in getting his patent through the proper channels if he can assist with a matter of utmost importance to national security. Edison agrees to do it for the price of four pounds of cocaine, legal and considered a medicine at the time, and a horse with no name. Back at his lab, Gordon plays with various inventions that Edison will become known for, so the audience thinks that this movie gave a damn about its production value. They also threw in like six Da Vinci inventions because no one will notice. Gordon makes several off-color sexual jokes about the inventions. Edison laughs and unfortunately yes-ands this bit, which clearly should have been left on the cutting room floor, but we have to get it 90 minutes, folks. Picture needs to be 90 minutes. Yeah, and 86 won't cut it. 
Uh, Edison puts the cryptogram under a microscope, because why not? Science, I guess. Then drops a bunch of primary colored chemicals on it. It's super effective! <laughs> the puzzle immediately starts foaming and buzzing when suddenly, an audio recording starts to play. Perhaps it means we have to go to the state capitol at the first stroke of night. Yes, Thomas, that's the only logical conclusion we could possibly make. Let us away! Edison and Gordon hop aboard the stupid steampunk train thing from the first movie. Edison starts drinking profusely while talking trash about Nikolai Tesla, without any prompting. Throughout Thomas Edison's racially tinged diatribes, Gordon thinks of his fallen <laughs> comrade, the adventures they shared, the women they were unable to seduce, the problematic jokes they made to please some studio executive in their late 70s. The reminiscing and ranting is suddenly ended when a massive thud hits the train. Through scotch-glazed eyes, Edison gazes out the starboard window to discover the source. It's hooligans on jetpacks! <laughs> <laughs> They're dropping massive loads of rocks and concrete onto the train cars. Thomas, to the auxiliary cannons! Gordon directs the famed inventor to a diving helmet just beside the barrels of scotch. Edison affixes the antique to his head, and suddenly, an 80s-style arcade loadout appears before his eyes. With the power of his thoughts, Edison is able to launch boulders from the train's smokestack. Don't worry about how it would work. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> the hooligans are crushed horribly. One of the dudes has his eyes smashed out in a moment definitely meant for 3D. Edison clips the final jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he you know, his head gets crushed in the eyes. Like, wow, it's in your face. It's got to go at the screen. Yeah. Shards of glass uh, yeah, and shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I know what you mean. <laughs> it's like the, uh, the offshoot... The worst part of Mad Max Fury Road is at the, the end one, when the uh, steering wheel comes comes right towards it's you. It's the guitar. Wow! It's yeah, guitar, yeah, man. whatever it is. It's yeah. fucking Yeah, awful. it's the one bad part of it. Um, I agree. Mm -mm. Uh, Edison clips the final jetpack-adorned hooligan who falls into their cabin. Realizing he's been captured, the hooligan, as portrayed by John Leguizamo, sticks a cyanide capsule directly into his mouth. Unfortunately for him, Thomas Edison brought his handy-dandy anti-cyanide capsule spray. Well, old chum, since suicide is no longer an option, I think it's best you spill your guts. Where is the heart of Texas? Who's behind all of this? Uh, all right, buddy, just don't launch any more boulders at me. The hooligan reveals he's been working for powerful, powerful foreigners. He didn't know anything about the heart of Texas, but he was told explicitly that he and his fellow lackeys were to meet up in Austin tomorrow morning for the final stages of the operation. Having received all the information they need, Edison sprays the lackey with his anti-anti-cyanide capsule spray, <laughs> killing him horribly. <laughs> the next morning, Edison and Artemis arrive. Loud, extensive digging equipment are working hard just on the outskirts of town. All right, Edison, here's what we'll do. First, I'll put on my little Gucci dress. Edison immediately charges in with absolutely no plan and no direction. He fires an old-timey pistol twice into the air, then immediately starts to reload it because that's how it goes in, you know, 1878. Gordon tries to get to Edison, but it's too late. His body is completely dismembered by a beam of light. Gordon raises his hands in an attempt to surrender. An armored humanoid approaches him and removes his helmet. Only, he's not human. He's a dinosaur alien! Yes, yeah. a dinosaur well. and an alien. Mm -hmm. He literally looks exactly like you would think that looks, warranting no further explanation. Shit, <laughs> yeah, kick it up a notch. 
Just like the spider. You gotta kick it the fuck up and on. <laughs> yeah. Prompted by nothing, the dinosaur alien begins ranting about how the core of Texas is made of some ancient alloy that's important to his species. Yada, yada, yada. Something about why the dinosaurs were on Earth to begin with, but they got too stoned on all the herbs and spices and were thus undone by their own machinations. Yada, Ew. yada. What? They got too stoned. <laughs> I, whatever, man. Uh, <laughs> Gordon would normally question something so bizarre, but did not through a complete legitimate fear that he would be dismembered by a laser beam. Now that James West and Edison are dead, there's only one loose end for the dinosaur aliens to wrap up. A gang of dinosaur aliens surrounds Gordon and points what he can only assume are laser guns at him. This could finally be it. A spectacular light appears before them all. Everyone averts their eyes and dives dramatically to the side for reasons of the language of cinema. Gordon can barely see. He's so blinded by the flash from the portal. Just as his vision clears, he can see a man in a well-fashioned black suit. James? It's Jay now. Jay immediately dispatches the remaining dinosaur aliens with swift blasts from his noisy cricket. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. But I don't understand, Jay. What was that alien in your body? Why are you here now? What's with the tiny gun? Honestly, the fewer questions you ask, the better. As the dinosaur aliens are executed viciously without due process, Gordon can't help but think of the poor, deceased inventor and alcoholic who lay dead before him. Who's the dead dude? Oh, that's Thomas Edison. Fine inventor, terrible at hand-to-hand combat. Edison's dead? Oh, well, we can't let that go. (laughs) Jay waves a metallic wand over Edison's dismembered corpse. Suddenly, he's brought back together again in some sort of reverse Humpty Dumpty miracle. I... I think I'm going to electrocute an elephant to prove a point. (laughs) With the dinosaur aliens defeated and Edison now brought back from the dead... Gordon just has one question for Jay. So, James, what are we up to next? Oh, the West is yet to come. Smash cut to parents just don't understand. Roll credits. All right. All right. I'm sure everyone fucking had Men in Black in mind at uh, some point uh, uh, in all this. Uh, the Will <laughs> Smith doing that. Brilliant, brilliant, <laughs> Peter. Well done. I thought, I thought it would have been cool if we just kept going with the dinosaur aliens, <laughs> just killing Edison. You were riding the high there. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, but you can only third act for so long. Woo! Um, yeah, I would say next to Howard the... No, next to Volcano, this was the hardest one to write because I like I didn't want to lean into any of the terrible things in the movie, like the racial and sexist crap. No. It's really weird. I'll never get back to just writing something about a fucking volcano giving birth. <laughs> or a woman giving birth to a volcano. Like, you don't know like, that. Never guys. say never. I, yeah. I Really, I did that in like an hour, and like, like it's just, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, no, th- no, <laughs> so this- much harder now for a movie that I, I didn't even hate as much as half the things we've done. No, this was simultaneously the longest and shortest writing time for one of these many days of looking at a blank Google Drive document just titled Wild <laughs> I, West. Sequel. I know, I t- <laughs> directed by McG was the first sentence I wrote, <laughs> but no, this isn't by directed McG. by McG. <laughs> that used to be our Al- Alan Smithy, just like, oh, yeah, right, uh, like it's McG. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I the movies you hate. It's sometimes it's easy to work with, and sometimes it's hard. And this was one. Yeah, that was it's hard. like it's kind of like you know the limitations sometimes make the artwork a little bit better because mm-hmm. it's like something really specific where it's like Wild Wild West is just how broad <laughs> and just like lots of just 
goofball incidents Nothing one after happened. another. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, replace Kevin Klein with Kurt Russell. Much better casting. Oh, hi, Jinx. I'm surprised there's no fucking picnic scene where James West gets pulled through by a fucking Doberman. Should have done that. You think I couldn't uh, engineer something with all of my ingenuity that could uh, get hard and do a little pumping? Wiki, uh. wiki, 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 wiki. Anybody remember that scene? No. Yeah. He actually yeah, says a, that? Yeah, he says that. Oh. And they show like a weird cannon penis fucking animatronic speed oh, thing. Oh, wow. I, it's what? bad, yeah. <laughs> It's about him. I'm glad you're here to remind us about this stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of really bad <laughs> scenes in there. Yeah. Rotten Tomato score. Critics, 35%. It wasn't good, but it wasn't Wild Wild West. And that's the best we could hope for. <laughs> Peter Travers, Rolling Stone. <laughs> Audience, 22%. Kate Blanchett playing Thomas Edison ruined my childhood. William Howard Taft, 27th president of the United States. <laughs> Budget, $240 million. Expects to gross profit $400 million. Actual gross profit $110 million. Not even China could save this one. Trivia! Thomas Edison would have only been about 8 or 9 years old in the movie's timeline. Only Neil deGrasse Tyson gave a shit. The dinosaur alien toys were a huge hit with the kids, but had to be discontinued after several children died after attempting to eat their totally functional plastic missiles. Jaden Smith was considered for the role of James West slash Jay, but had to decline because he was currently preoccupied with staring at a blue wall for another six months. And that's it. Yeah! Hooray. Yippee-ki-yay-yay. Till the break of day. We've been the, uh, doing the, um, their prequel, and we've been them did that sequel. So... <laughs> um, let's move on to the remake. All right, bye. And this is, this is monumental because it's our first guest installment yeah. ever. Yeah. So and yeah, yeah, yeah. Quiet, quiet. Shut the fuck up. Uh, hey man, let me. Sell better it. be good. Don't yuck my yum. Better be good. All right, so here we go. Title: www. Tagline: Disruption. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Director. Some piece of shit college kid who made a fortune on Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) San Jose, California. Scene opens to a stereotypical neckbeard, Jesse Hyman, struggling to run through an abandoned field near a once booming industrial area. His last name, Hyman. (laughs) The pockets of his cargo shorts are spilling out the various USB-C to XYZ dongles and power banks that he for some reason keeps on him at all times. I'm already mad. It's nighttime. The only source of light, a brilliant white LED emanating from his smart glasses. He's doing his best to screech out pathetic whelps between belabored breaths and mumbling something about the web. A faint whirling noise begins to emerge, continuously growing in volume until it becomes impossible to ignore. The camera swiftly cuts to a sleek, metal drone rapidly approaching this poor sap. (laughs) His plush, adipose-filled physique can't compete. The drone is overhead. It descends down. A Bluetooth connection noise is heard and the once transparent smart glasses go black with green text scrolling down. The man stops cold in his tracks, though his belly momentum says otherwise, causing him to topple over. His face is emotionless. A clean-cut McGrath, Chris Pratt, dressed in khakis, a white polo shirt, and a Bluetooth headset, walks up to the body, says, I thought you computer scientists were supposed to be smart. He then removes his Daikatana from its Confederate holster. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what? what a menagerie of insanity. A die katana from a confederate holster. Jeez. It's got to exist. Yeah. And like a Cutco knife through Hungry Man Salisbury steak removes the man's head. <laughs> Shout out to Hungry Man. Sponsor ass. He picks up the drone, revealing a stylized spider logo engraved on the underside. Cut to intro credits. Shots of various modern trains being filled to the absolute brim with people, edgy alternative kids with splashes of color in their hair hitting vapes, rallies of all sorts, Antifa-looking characters, (laughs) breaking ATM machines and writing down with the sickness in black spray paint, (laughs) burned-out tiki torches, open offices with foosball tables and half-drank craft beers strewn about, and finally a shot from behind of a figure dressed in all black walking toward a large fire. Wide-angle shot of a small warehouse building. The building has Protoduce, changing food, written on the side. Uh, <laughs> uh, Side so note, we live in Silicon Valley. This hurts. This hurts to hear. It's too real. The Protoduce alone was worth the trip. You know? uh, <laughs> uh, he was making fun of me and doing another thing at the same hey, time. Hey, oh. allegedly. Oh, allegedly, all right. <clears throat> Camera cuts to the... <laughs> Allegedly. Here we go. It's a thing now. Alleged. Camera cuts to the inside of the warehouse. An inflatable jumbo kiddie pool of water with hundreds of floating heads of lettuce fills the screen. Two people are bobbing in the soupy salad, a faint ring of dark brown liquid emanating from their naked bodies. Captain Jamal West. Dude, I've been, like, hungry for you for years, and I'm finally going to get a bite of that chocolate or whatever. Half-heartedly says the nameless woman, played by Aubrey Plaza. The camera pans to show the captain, played by Scarlett Johansson, in full blackface. Well, except for the significant portion that has washed off and contaminated the produce. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shout out to ScarJo, getting dunked on real bad here. Well, I hope you eat yourself sick, says West with a smirk. The two begin to get hot and heavy, but are interrupted at the sound of rustling outside. West pulls away and sees through a slit in the window a couple vans have pulled up. Polo donned men exiting. The nameless woman tries to get him to focus, kissing, biting, and even spitting on him, but West is a world away. The polo wearing men enter, some heading to the makeshift office area to grab laptops, the other focusing on boxes of produce. Peering into one of the boxes, one of the men picks up a strange purple vegetable and mutters out a, The fuck is this? (laughs) (laughs) Snatching it out of his hand, the leader says, back to work and tosses the turnip toward the pool the edge of the veggie nicks the side of the pool and the e coli contaminated agua begins to rapidly pour out of the cheap plastic out comes west camera pans up from beneath pale legs speckled with brown body paint three men in business casual outfits they got on sale at Kohl's stare in amazement as the tip of a comically gifted groin flashes into the shot from above <laughs> based on a true story <laughs> The top of Captain West has most of the hours of painstaking makeup still intact. That was dope. Please tell me one of you got that on video for the gram. A camera phone click is heard and all the characters look down, noticing how nude Captain West is. It's huge. Bet this guy fucks. Do you do house calls? Says the kohlrabi ignorant. Shut up, cuck. More like, this guy's fucked. Barks the leader. (laughs) Jamal dodges the first fist thrown, ducks under a kick, brandishes a nearby ping pong paddle, and proceeds to knock out the two assailants. The third is spotted in the corner, filming and yelling, World Star! (laughs) 
Jamal reaches over, takes the phone, snaps it in half over his knee, and slices the guy's neck with the jagged glass. Jamal beckons for the woman to toss him his bag. The gold Jordan logo glistens as the bag flies into his hands. Wes suits up in his all-black high-end urban street clothes, pulls up the asymmetric zipper over his overly baggy sweatshirt thing, and rushes out the door to ride off on an electric skateboard behind the vans. <laughs> Cut to Gentleman's Club, Don Corneo's. <laughs> the room is lit with golden lanterns adorned with red golden scrolls with nonsense written in various foreign languages hanging on the walls. A gong, urns, and a hideously gaudy treasure chest decorate the floor. The room is filled with mostly scantily clad and heavily disinterested young women on their phones. Cut to the bar, where McGrath, wearing the same outfit as before, is sitting drinking a well vodka neat. He's talking to the owner of the establishment, Don Corneo, played by John Leguizamo. Yeah. Yeah. Our boy. Who's yeah. put on a lot of weight to become a portly fellow, donning a yellow mohawk red velour jacket, cigar, Cayman skin, Stacey Adams, and Ugh. a shirt unbuttoned far lower than a man of his weight. I don't know why the Cayman skin detail got me, but it did. <laughs> it's the details. It's always yeah. in the details. It just make you fucking want to vomit sometimes. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, there aren't a lot of places like this anymore. Places with strong drinks. Places you can smoke inside. Slap an ass when you want to. You know? Places for us old boys. Says McGrath. That's why I keep this place open, stocked with tail and... Glaring at McGrath. Free of men. We used to let them come in, but... Says Corneo. <laughs> McGrath, with a look of disgust on his face, says... Shouldn't have let him in in the first place. Oh, boy. <laughs> you got a bleep you don't need to miss, Scott. He downs his vodka and reaches for Corneo's cigar and takes a deep pull. <laughs> oh, what the hell flavor is that? I import him from Korea, replies Cornea. Yeah, Scott's choking on something he isn't smoking. <laughs> That's how bad it is. That's how foul it is. Blue cheese. He was like, oh, the, oh okay, the strap fl- in. Let's see where this goes. Oh, the flavor everyone likes. Blue cheese. <laughs> it didn't take as long to get into the gentleman's club. Let's <laughs> see where the night takes us here. <laughs> I was told not to hold back, so... Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you yeah, did yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah, right, you have not held back. <laughs> not even a little bit. I'm so happy this is my <laughs> first guest. This is great. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> After McGrath finishes coughing and discharges a luger on the carpet, he spots a woman, Constance Wu, staring at him. Played by Constance Wu. Good choice. McGrath walks up. I usually only like pogs, but you're something special. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no. Jeez. <laughs> you weren't kidding what you said. God. Said early. Uh, yeah, like, I only. Like. After McGrath finishes coughing and discharges a luger on the carpet, he spots a woman, Amanda Constance Wu, staring at him. How about we head on upstairs? She bows gently, grabs him by the hand, and leads him upstairs to an unkempt room. The smell of piperidine is strong in the air. Why don't you listen to this for a minute to get you in the mood while I get you comfortable? Suggests the woman. McGrath slips on headphones and begins to listen to the sound of someone peeling eggs. He closes his eyes and slips into a trance. 
upon which the woman starts to interrogate him. What have you done with them? Where have you taken all of them? I need answers. However, being in a trance with noise-canceling headphones on, he has no idea what's happening and the efforts are futile. <laughs> it is at this moment that she realizes Don Corneo has been in the doorway listening. She attempts to fight him, but he's too strong, overpowering her and tossing her onto the table. McGrath has no idea what's happening, still in a trance at the ASMR. Jamal bursts in through the window, calling out Corneo for hitting a woman. Not cool, bro. <laughs> Corneo dons a smirk and taps a button on his smartphone. The floor opens up beneath Amanda and Jamal, and they both fall down off screen. A splash is heard. Just so you future know who- Scott uh, appreciates it. Yeah, yes. and future Peter appreciates future Scott for all the hard work he does. Wow. Well, I'll pass it on. Present Peter can tell Scott to fuck off. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. I turned around real quick. <laughs> one of these days, boys, all that time manipulation is going to catch up to you. Yeah. You two. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how that could happen. Yeah, you better be careful. Well, I'll just stay tuned. All right. <clears throat> Corneo snatches the headphones off McGrath. You idiot. These hoes ain't loyal. Good thing I saved you. McGrath's earpiece starts blinking. He touches it, is quiet for a moment, then touches it again. He stands up, looks Corneo in the eye. Time's up. And quickly slices open his throat. A sound like wailing winter winds is heard. Corneo falls to the floor, dead. McGrath slips his boots back on and strolls out the door. A black Cadillac Escalade pulls up and he rides off. We catch a glimpse of a man in a futuristic wheelchair in the driver's seat. Cut to the sewers. Amanda and Jamal are filthy. <laughs> I almost had him, idiot. Bitch, please, you were about to die. Their phones buzz simultaneously. Look, I gotta take this conference call for work. We can finish this later, says Amanda. Whatever. They both call in and begin to type in the 24-digit passcode and begin to realize the tones match. Before they can get a word in, a face on the screen appears. It says, You somehow let McGrath slip from your grass. Now I'ma be honest, I'm about to be your ass. It's not an easy job, but you got it fucked up. Should be case closed, book open and shut. Now get your head in the game, get back up on track. I'm headed to the sticks to get some shit funky. But when I return to the mix, you better have that honky. Oh yeah, by the way, I got you to a new whip. The boss cuts out. Fast forward to the two sitting in a downtown office building. (laughs) I was like how shows up and then unceremoniously raps and is gone. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's their boss. You know? <laughs> yeah, man. That, that's what conference calls with my boss are like. You know, like eight bars and then it's over. It's just done. Sixteen if you're a pro. She. <clears throat> she. Fast forward to the two sitting down in an office building, surrounded by computers, cables, and other various tech gadgets. Amanda unplugs a cell phone from a computer. Now that I've cloned his phone, we should be able to get access to his data. Put this on. She hands Jamal the hollowed-out severed head of the neckbeard from earlier. The fuck am I supposed to do with this? (laughs) Says Jamal. The software uses a variety of IR scanners to open. We can't just show the face. It needs to have eyes looking at the screen. Replies Amanda. What, did I gotta do it because I'm black? Jamal demands. No, because you're a man. Wait. You're black? So at this moment, Jamal realizes the brown makeup that he was wearing earlier is just about all but gone. He begins to reapply it. B- whatever. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Let's just get this done. Says Jamal. After unlocking the phone, the two peruse through, and after being thoroughly disgusted with what they find in the photos and search history, they find an invite to a startup launch party hosted by AI Loveless. Cut to the startup launch party. Everyone in the building is wearing horribly offensive costumes. The curtains pull back on the stage, revealing a huge screen. A picture of MLK Jr. appears. Then blood begins to pour down the screen. 
When the red reaches the bottom, two blue slashes appear across the page, and AR-33 gunfire erupts from behind it, yielding star patterns. The bullets rip the screen apart, and the image gradually changes into a spider web. The screen then falls apart from the blaze of bullets and rolls out AI Loveless, paid by Aiden Gillen. Why do y'all seem so surprised? Didn't you know I had a penchant for shock value? Oh right, you thought I was dead. <laughs> no matter, I'm far from it. I lost my whole body. Everything. Ears, eyes, lungs. Only thing left are my boys. He gestures to his balls. They work great. I had some benefactors from across the pond take me in and get me back on my feet. Well, get me rolling again. Thank you all for joining me today. Today, we make history. We will take this country and purify it. Loveless rolls around a corner at the party and spots Jamal in full blackface, wearing gray sweatpants, huge bulge showing through, black and gold Jordans, and a Just Do It hoodie. West, interested in seeing you here. I guess my color vision is working properly, says Loveless. Didn't take you for a sympathizer. I love the costume. What are you, one of those modern minstrel singers? Nonetheless, I think you're here looking for McGrath. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to keep in touch with old boy. Must be horrible slaving away trying to find him. Ugh. Anyway, I must be going. Loveless rolls off into the back before Jamal can get a word in to find McGrath pissed off that photos of the nameless woman played by Aubrey Plaza from the beginning posted online of her and Jamal in the lettuce. Loveless assures McGrath everything is going to plan, pulls up a PowerPoint on the laptop, and demonstrates how the war will be won, and that the site will be up any day now. He tells him to get his people ready to open the link at his word. Amanda, standing just outside the doorway, is able to snap a quick picture of the links. The party carries on for a while, and Jamal, while trying to find Amanda, ends up being harassed by a couple, played by Michael Richards and Amy Schumer, <laughs> asking if he'd be interested in a devil's threesome. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. After refusing a few times, they get fed up with him, and the man says, Ah, man. Ah. In that moment, Jamal is grabbed by Amanda, dressed as Pocahontas, and the two scurry out and hop in their car. Amanda uses her computer prowess to figure out where the link Loveless provided is being hosted from. She plugs in the address to the self-driving computer of the car, and the car starts driving. Amanda then opens the link to reveal a video chat room. She notices something odd. All of the participants are staring blank-eyed at the screen, seemingly brain-dead. All of a sudden, Loveless's voice comes in through the radio. I thought you might try to follow me. Unfortunately for you, it's too late. What are you talking about? We're on our way right now. Are you sure about that? The two notice the car is not following the path outlined on the GPS, but seems to have a mind of its own. I'm controlling your vehicle. You see, in losing my corporeal organic form, I've been able to become distributed. I am the spider, and the internet is my web. The fuck are you getting on about? Cries out Jamal. I'm going to kill them all with the tools they use for work and to entertain themselves. Their precious, precious screens. You do realize that it's not only people of color who use screens, right? You fools. I'm not like that feeble-minded McGrath. My ideas are much more grandiose. You see, I don't just have problems with or transracials or the homosexers. Oh no, I have a problem with humanity itself. I want you all dead. You're insane. It'll never work. Oh no, it will. You see, my scientists have figured out exactly how to shut down the human brain. Do you remember this? 
The screen then goes black and comes back showing in its full length the deleted scene from Pokemon that caused all those kids to have seizures. <laughs> <laughs> the camera cuts back to the car. Loveless continues. While that scene is effective at temporarily affecting some people, we have deciphered the exact set of images needing to shut down all individuals permanently. We won't let that happen. This is madness. Too late. In that moment, the screen in the car appears with what can best be described as a TV displaying a station it does not receive. Amanda and Jamal collapse. The screen fades to black. A 20-year-old, the director, who's clearly frustratingly wealthy, appears. He holds up a piece of paper, stares directly into the camera, and begins to read. Humanity perished. It was good. They were a leech on our beautiful planet. They concerned themselves with silly concepts such as race, sex, gender, politics. These things do not matter. The only thing that matters is preservation of our environment. I urge you to not follow in their footsteps for your own sake. Roll credits. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, dear. Ooh. Oh. Wow. Wow. That was bold and went in many directions. Um, yeah, bringing Wild Wild West into the bleak, technocratic future. Uh, definitely... Uh, went a lot of places there. <laughs> Definitely brought up a lot of the insufferable parts of being in Silicon Valley. Yeah. A lot of those. What studios are going to fund this? Oh, it's self-funded. He's rich. He from made a bunch of money. No, you're right. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I was rich. That's already. why he gets to do all this horrible. Not, not, not that. Yeah. Not that I'm saying that condescendingly. Is if no, it ain't a lot. Of my, my other films would have been funded. But I'm just like thinking, like, what we're gonna remake Wild Wild West. But you know what we're gonna do with it? Yeah, we're gonna turn it into a weird environmental thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorta. Yeah. Sorta. Well, the, you know, the kid just kind of wanted to be meta. He felt like, you know, he's 20. He's idealistic, etc. Uh, anyway, budget 20 million. Self-funded, <laughs> expected gross profit a hundred million plus impacts politically. Actual gross profit two million. Rotten Tomatoes critic score thirty-two. Audience score seven. From Scarlett Johansson. I took the role because I think it's just so important to give the transracial community a voice. Uh, Ooh. Uh, that's a- <laughs> A slight. She's right. That's a slight change from her quote about why she took the Ghost in the Shell role, I believe. She's switching it up a little bit. Yeah. It was powerful in a healthy probiotic kind of way. Jaden Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Jaden Smith is a character, man. Follow his Twitter. He's very follow. He's a character actor. Yeah. Film was. Uh, He's not a character. Sex. <laughs> yeah. The film was received terribly. Nobody's nostalgic for the original, and it's really surprised that a reboot didn't do well. Yeah. <laughs> no right. one, no one had to fucking like double back and uh, investigate why that wasn't. Um... Yeah, yeah. It's like what? <laughs> yeah. It's like when they made the Flatliners remake and it bombed, and everyone was like, "Well, yeah, the first one bombed." That's why you don't remake bombs? No, unless you're on this show, in which uh, yeah. at that point we're, we're we're near nearing the uh, finish line here. But uh, wait, what? Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. whoa. Doodly, doodly, we got uh, a little spinoff territory yeah. to cover by uh, courtesy of uh, Desmond Ports. Yeah, you thought you almost made it through a prequel sequel remake without without me. America's sweetheart. Yeah, Desi B. And yeah. Desi B. To be. No, no, no. Cut that out, future Scott. No, Shut Desi the fuck B. Up. Cut you know, it out. Don't, don't you fucking cut that out. Yeah, you don't mm-hmm. cut that. All right. We're making DP does what he wants. 
Peter H. Don't <laughs> DB. PH balance over. All right, here. so we got my 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 spinoff. I'm excited for this, Desmond. I don't know what to expect, um, except hijinks. Yeah. Prequel, sequel, remake, spinoff. Title: Wild Wild West. The toy line. Promotional video for select retailers. <laughs> All right, uh, I already love it. The pitch. We open on a pitch black room. A spotlight comes onto pompous film television actor Alec Baldwin. He lights a cigarette and takes an angry drag. <laughs> he appears bloated, bursting out of the seams of his ill-fitting suit. He's been drinking again. He then addresses the camera. G.I. Joe. Barbie. Transformers. He-Man. All famous properties. Synonymous with the word... Playtime. But what is the next big thing in the world of children's toys, you ask? I'm celebrated actor Alec Baldwin, and over the next hour, I'll take you on a journey to a world filled with rugged outlaws, sprawling desert vistas, and maybe, just maybe, a mechanical spider or two. I'm celebrated actor Alec Baldwin, and welcome to the wonderful world of Wild Wild West. Baldwin begins to speak to an off-screen crew member. Can we shorten the fucking title? I mean, five W's in a row. Uh, Cue wonderful world of Disney intro, complete with clips of Will Smith saying ignorant shit. It sucks. We then open back up on Alec Baldwin, who stands at a gigantic table with various action figures and playsets. What makes a good action figure? Is it strong IP? Multiple points of articulation? Cheap production costs using toxic forms of plastic. I'll let you in on a secret. It's whether you can shove a gun in the thing's hand and sell it to a child. The Wild Wild West toy line will do all of that and more. Alec Baldwin scuttles over and picks up a Will Smith toy. The likeness is poor and the hat is the wrong color. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Meet James West, the first black Secret Service agent in the world. I don't know. So work under Ulysses S. Grant. (laughs) Fastest gun in the West, and somewhat of a ladies' man. James comes in two variants, quick draw action, and a nude version packaged with the Water Tower Escape playset. And yes, to all you mothers out there, the new Jim West doll is indeed anatomically correct. He's got scrote. And who can forget the pole string? For tons of memorable Will Smith lines. He has an 80-foot tarantula. (laughs) (laughs) He has an 80-foot tarantula. Alec Baldwin shuffles over and picks up the next toy. This here will surely be the peg warmer of the 1999 holiday season. This little peckerwood is Artemis Gordon. (laughs) He comes with disguises and gadgets and everything a kid doesn't want. Squeeze his legs and his head will flip around to reveal his President Ulysses Grant disguise. Isn't that something, folks? Alec Baldwin then picks up another toy box. This one appears empty. No, folks. Half your action figure isn't missing. That's just Dr. Loveless. To make up for his short stature, we've jam-packed him with all sorts of accessories, including a lovely screen-inaccurate jet ski wheelchair. (laughs) Oh, and he has Excalibur now. (laughs) 
Now, unfortunately in this biz, some people are just flat out ungrateful. Salma Hayek is one of those people, refusing to sign away her likeness rights to make figures based on the wonderful Rita Escobar. Oh my god. Luckily, Bruce Willis was plenty free and willing to take over the role, <laughs> albeit in toy form. <laughs> Voila! The Rita... <laughs> The Rita Escobar action figure, as interpreted by Bruce Willis. We even have the butt flap action. Wow. And of course, there's new characters as well. Sheriff Jay Leggy of Dirty Tooth. John Leguizamo was an eager participant due to the cultural importance of these toys. And everyone's favorite, Magistrate Claggett. Doing minor offense court hearings. <laughs> All right, that character. <laughs> Every kid's favorite character. Yeah. Uh, just I'm just trying to complete the set. It. That's actually a character from Deadwood. Uh, but, um. Wow. Uh, nice. Magistrate's really boring uh, <laughs> shit. Um. <laughs> Alec Baldwin fucking strolls across to the other side of the table where various horses and bad guy toys sit. As with any toy line, we have an assortment of vehicles and villains, including horses, gliders, various bandits, and Lovelace's Frankenstein soldiers. That name is pending, but you get the point. Most important of all, coming in the first quarter of 2000, the giant spider playset. Baldwin pulls away a curtain, revealing a massive spider toy. It holds about ten additional figures, easily. Honestly, it's pretty kick-ass. Think one of the ATAT toys. In fact, Loveless is just straight up holding a fucking lightsaber. <laughs> yes, parents. Carelessly invite steampunk culture to your home. <laughs> With this plastic monstrosity. But it doesn't end there. We're expanding Loveless's fleet with three additional vehicles. The Scorpion Desert Cruisers, the Rattlesnake Train, and Vulture Gliders. All compatible with any five and a half inch figure. But the fun doesn't end there. What would any kid's action figure line be without slime? Remember that putrid Confederate general emptying his earwax in the movie? Uh, well, take that shit home with the new Bloodbath <laughs> McGrath Ear Ooze action figure. Oh no. <laughs> oh dear. Send some gack tie-ins. Comes with three uh, refillable bottles of ear scum. Uh, it's completely disgusting. <laughs> the South will rise again indeed. <laughs> 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 Should have made that one like one of those coin banks where like you pull it down and each time oh. it just drips out every time you put money like, on uh, it. What, what the fuck is no, it? It's so like, fucking terrible. Make it, make it like the creepy crawler set where it's like the eat them, where it's like the, the <laughs> creepy earwax. Yeah. Oh, God. It's and wild cherry. These toys are just pro Confederate for children. Right? <laughs> Alec Baldwin's smoking the entire time, by the way. You know, uh, one of those blue cheese swishers. Oh. Uh, Ah, I just forgotten. <laughs> now, as memorable and instantly classic as the film is, we must look beyond what comes after. Well, I'll tell you what. But let me put it this way. He's an angel, not a saint. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes, you heard correctly, folks. John Travolta's classic character, joins the roster. Here to assist James and Artemis with his heavenly powers, he comes equipped with wing-flapping action and kung-fu grip. 
Just don't take him anywhere near a happy hour. Uh, <laughs> uh, Does he still have all the uh, quotes from uh, Pulp Fiction in him? Yeah, I, yourself a glass of beer. Uh, uh, quarter pound of cheese. <laughs> Royale cheese. As our time today comes to a close, I'd like to leave you with a final nugget of excitement. We've acquired the license of three various other Western properties. Jonah Hex, Cowboys and Aliens, and The Lone Ranger. All timeless tales of the great American frontier that helped rejuvenate the Western genre. Time and time again, we've been shown that kids don't just want six shooters and saloon fights. They want over-the-top steampunk garbage. <laughs> and we plan to bring that directly to you. Well, that's about all the time we have for today, folks. I want to thank you for coming with me on this journey. I hope that in the coming year, you will throw away everything you own and furnish your home with these toys. <laughs> Mechanical spiders and Confederate generals. <laughs> Fun! <laughs> we'll see you in the wild wild west the lights dim baldwin pulls a little bottle of scotch from under the display table and immediately pours himself a few fingers he gulps it down as if it were an elixir oh, god damn it that's good can i get my check yet i need to show paste up to my parole officer end video <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow nice wow desmond what nice. a fantastic inaugural spin-off <laughs> well i'm glad no, you guys I, lo enjoyed. I love those kind of like toy things where you got somebody just <laughs> presenting them that there's a thing right it's it a yeah, thing no no, no, no that was do it that was the thing in the 80s and 90s absolutely uh mattel people matelda matelda yeah yeah definitely inspired by like walt disney's pompous fucking like and yeah we fucking build the world tomorrow but it's gonna be a theme park can i say that i'm like really surprised that none of us went in the direction of wild wild west world i you know like i thought about it for a second i was like it's too obvious yeah well for me it was like Nah, fuck Westworld's. I don't love Westworld, but it's too good for this. I yeah. really love Westworld. Fucking mud. <laughs> I, I really love Westworld, but what really like benefit would have been? Because I definitely thought about it, and I thought like, oh no, dude, Jeffrey Wright Bernard would have been mm. like, oh, he'll be Artemis, and then I'll have like fucking uh, uh, Teddy, what's his name? Uh, yeah, from, James Marsden yeah, be yeah. Jim West. Or, but it's just like, I don't wanna... no, I'm I'm actually like pleasantly surprised because it was just like right. such an obvious thing, and we yeah. took it to. Some places this Some time. Some weird around. places. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. I hope we've all enjoyed it. I hope. Yeah. Hey, and uh, did you like the new additional segment? You like spinoff? Yeah. Do you want to hear more of spinoff? Let, let, let us know, know because I had, I had a really good time writing that. Uh, uh, really, as soon as I, I got going on, toys. I, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I almost include Brave Star stuff too. Yeah. Okay. I almost did. Well, well lucky for you and everybody gosh. else, I did. So Definitely. What, what I'm really wondering about the toy line is like, is there any tie-in with vapes? Because everything's steam powered and I just feel like there's a good uh Ooh, dude, dude like a vape a holder that's like on the all loveless, steam you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. like in certain and loveless's screen inaccurate jet ski um, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, uh, wheel wheelchair and you just have put a vape cartridge yeah, in and you just blow it and it's dude there's something yeah. there I, I feel like yeah. the toy line should also have an adult line you know, oh, yeah. you know you, yeah. 18 yeah. or over but you gotta buy a little adapter oh, all the toys yeah. become vapes I like the idea of like Alice Baldwin taking 
cartridge. Yeah. I, like, I like the idea of Alec Baldwin taking big gulps of whiskey throughout the whole thing, but spilling out the sides and like, his mouth. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah. In, that pe- in that period in like the late 90s, early 2000s, where his life was unraveling. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like whose of- life wasn't unraveling in that period. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, like we most were- of you guys weren't born yet, you know? Yeah. Like in 97. That's true. Stop trying to make us seem younger it's than fucking, we are. I'm not talking about you guys. I'm just saying you guys in general, you know? You, who are you talking to there? Yeah, We're the only yeah. people in the room. Yeah, I mean, but, but there's a lot of people out there in the ether. I mean, unless he's, talking about uh, some so, unless he's talking about some sort of string theory thing where it's every ver- possible version of us and every conceivable result of any action we take. True. Yeah, I'll just say that uh, there was a lot of bad science in Wild Wild West as well. We yes! Go into yes, that I... too much, but a lot of really bad science. Oh, you didn't like the part where they projected an image against someone's eyes in hopes of seeing the last thing they saw? Yeah, they had that little cute thing where they had to flip the head upside down, and then they had to correct Actually, the vision. Uh, well, I did like that part. Yeah, That's I, why I, I like that part, too. Okay. It was badass. Yeah. You know, you know, you cut this That's if you how want. it works. Cut this if you want, Scott because it is extra shit, but let, 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 let me just get into the steampunk thing for a second. Could any of that really work? Running on steam, no. like, 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 it's just like... like the like, train, yeah. Yes, I, the train. The train, sure. The wheelchair, maybe, but I don't know the where spider, his... no. Where's his fuel source for the, the wheelchair? That's yeah. the part I didn't understand. Also, like, the engine room in that spider would have to be gigantic. Yeah. It would be, There's no way. But even so, what is it powering? A pulley system? Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like what really is how many different things pulley. you have to, to pull up, at the time? Like, you need a whole crew no, of people they, yeah. just pulling each leg. Zero, you know, like, there's a yeah. reason we don't make a, like fucking spider oh, emulating vehicles. Hey, 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 they don't even want to make a Gundam. I know this is late. This is late. Yeah. Um, um, trivia piece, but I just remembered that those Frankenstein weird mutant monster things that, 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 that they mm-hmm. fight. Those were only added because I guess in the original finale, like Jim and, and Artemis fought just those women. Oh. Oh. And you're talking about oh. the guy with like the steel head? Yeah, 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 yeah. They, well, it's good they put that in there because it works so well in the movie and, and in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to say something about your hard head. Ooh, I'll punch you in the head. Wow, but, my but fist still, hurts. Can you imagine a finale where James uh, West and Artemis Gordon just fight a bunch of fucking like, 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 like sexually dressed women? women. Yeah, Actually, in, that movie, in Wild Wild West, I can. Yeah. Um, because yeah, it, can. It, yeah, um, it, it, you know. It's it's in pretty poor taste. Okay, yeah. I, I thought the the first time we watched it, when we watched it all as a crew. Yes, it was hard to get through that last hour. When yes. I rewatched it, it took so long to get through, and I still barely made it. Yeah, like, it was real bad. The last 30, 40 minutes of that movie are just insanely bad. It's it's trash. Nothing I li- happens. Yeah. Like I once again throwing this out here, I watch bad films semi professionally. This movie is awful and was a chore to get through. I just watched a movie about competitive volleyball that was 90 minutes long. I'd rather watch that like a dozen times than watch Wild Wild West again. The movie's awful. How do you know the desert so well? Well, I grew up out here. I was raised by Native Americans. Yeah. Oh. What? Yeah, you know, <laughs> what? Yeah, you know, throwaway line. Just for put, reason. Just put that in there. All right, well, we had a lot of fun with Wild Wild West. Oh, you know, boy. Y'all had fun listening to it. Um, just a quick plug for next week. Um, next week, we're starting week one of four for um, our favorite Ooh. time of the year. Um, yes, it's spooktacular. It's spooktacular. Halloween, Halloween haunt. Uh, th- there might be, there's going to be all sorts of spooks and specters and all sorts of uh, goblins. 
Boo, boo and ah, and a it's Wendigo. gonna be a spooky good time. And get ready for the good old fashioned prequel sequel remake, Halloween Haunt. Yes. Get ready for it by you go and Google and you search. Uh, image search creepy basement and you just keep scrolling and you might see something scary and you can give you a little scare and keep you up at night and you need to read Calvin Hobbes to go to sleep. Yeah, well. so, so um, to catch you up on what's going to happen, <laughs> um, we're going to release four feature-length episodes in October. Oh, boy. A horror movie. Every- <laughs> future Scott is cracking his knuckles. <laughs> future Peter is also thinking about this the logistics is- of this, but Future Scott and Future Peter don't need to worry about that right now because they don't exist yet. But they will. They will exist. So, uh, once again, thank you, Aaron, so much for joining us on this episode. Aaron, how does it feel to be the first guest on Prequel Single Remake? It's an honor, honestly. Uh, you know, I'm a big oh. fan. I listen to this every time it comes out. It's always a joy. Uh, I'll walk around at work, and people will see me, and I will be bursting out laughing, <laughs> and they'll think I'm a crazy person. And I just let them think that, you know, because yeah. it's it's good to That's do that. That's their right. Yeah. It's good to challenge the norm. Absolutely. And I think well, you guys do a good job of that. Thank you very much. You. And you made history, a prequel sequel remake history, with uh, uh, delivering some very fucking absurd shit. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you did not disappoint. You um, did not. Thank you so much for being here, my you friend. Delivered. And uh, to the audience, listeners, <laughs> still <laughs> listeners audience. out there, uh, we will be back. Yeah. We'll, we'll be back. Yeah. Just yeah. like James Bond. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll um, be back. Diamonds are for Trevor. Yeah, so, so to circle back, um, if you like what you heard, leave us a rating or review on any podcast network you're uh, listening to this on. Um, you can follow us on any social media platform, prequel, sequel, remake. Also, just letting you guys know, I'm on all the platforms. If you hate, you know, you can definitely send some fire my way, flame me, you know what I'm saying? Just start up the war, send some hate mail, you know, mean DMs, whatever you want, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to get that internet pain. Um, okay. If you really like, if you really like what you heard, uh, prequelsequelremake.com, big donate button right there. Also, anchor.fm slash prequelsequelremake. You can become a monthly supporter and continuously give us money to do this because that's a good investment. It is. Yeah. It is. It just keeps a little bit of gas in the tank, yeah. a little bit of grease on the wheels. A little bit of little chili bit in of, the pot. I was going to say chili in the pot. Oh, wow. There which, you go. Uh, same wavelength. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Get ready. Prequelsequelremake.com, you know, anchor.fm, whatever platform you want to do, just go ahead and submit some money, send some money to this podcast. You know, if you spend $80 or more, you do qualify for that prequel sequel rebate. $20 check <laughs> coming from the crew. So just want to keep that in mind as you go forward. It's a great deal. It's, uh, you know, limited edition. So, you know, use that promo code. And let's close with that clip of David Lynch talking about his five favorite films when he was interviewed at that one film school thing. I, well, I love Stanley Kubrick, and I can watch his movies over and over. I love Billy Wilder, Sunset Boulevard in particular, and I've watched it over and over. I love this film. I love the world that Billy Wilder created, and I love Fellini. Watch them over and over. Uh, Jacques Tati, if you want to see some great comedies, check out Jacques Tati's Mr. Hulot's Holiday. Um, I like W.C. Fields. I like the movie It's a Gift. Uh, I like Hitchcock, particularly Rear Window. I like a lot of different filmmakers, but those are some of them. Some of them. Some of them. The donkeys and the elephants.